This week on Super NPCs, we're listing our f- top nine fucking gonna do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Super NPCs, standing for non-player character, the show that you get at any tier here over at Super NPC Radio, the indie podcast network that could, uh, the Patreon that does, uh, and the people who should be canceled. Let's be honest, folks. What? No. Um, yeah, Jeremy, I've got Don't some dirt on, uh, on all of us, including myself. July, maybe. Not me. Not oh, me. I'm going down with the ship, too, baby. I'm revealing some <laughs> dark shit. Um, oh, welcome back to the show. Wait, we, you want to get yes. canceled? That's the goal? Of it's it? not no, that I want to. It's just no. that, like, I can cancel myself, so why not? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it before anybody else does. Yeah, you um, get there first. Yeah, it's actually probably a pretty great strategy. Uh, so we're going to pocket that one. I'm going to vote um, for myself not to get canceled, please. Yeah. You know, it's there's not a democracy here. <laughs> I'm just uh, holding you veto? hostage. Yeah, no vetoes. Veto? <laughs> no. Vetoes are for two episodes a year, and we know what those are. If you uh, could veto someone getting canceled, but it meant you getting canceled, w- would you do it? Would you sit, lay on the sword for for your friend? Hell no. <laughs> Uh, yes. <laughs> hmm, what's that? Oh, man, my screen's blurry. July's doing something with one of his eyes where he's opening and closing yeah, it. Yeah, it's weird. I can't quite tell. Well, welcome back to the show. I'm, of course, one of the uh, barely legal bastard boys of gaming, one of the mm. co-hosts of this show, Connor McCabe. You've already heard Mr. Jeremy Schmidt, one of the others. Uh, hey, buddy. Thank you hey, for being here. Thank you. Of course. And then, uh, of course, someone who has actually been here for the last episode of this show, and I thought it would be really fun to have back on because I know he likes his Pokemon, uh, July Diaz. Hey, buddy. Gotta catch them all. You do gotta catch them all. Today we gotta list them all because, folks, Poke Fever is in the air. We are hot off the tail, uh, the heel, the heels. The hot tail off, whip. We're hot, we're hot, on hot the heels. off the tail whip. Jeremy, yeah. you are so good at this. I've been um, playing, so yeah. Oh, you're in the Poke Zone. Growl. Um, Growl. <laughs> Leer. To be fair, July does just say growl to us a lot. Growl. Growl. Um, we've had a new release. Uh, the remakes of Diamond and Pearl, I believe it's uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, mm-hmm. um, have Sorry. released for the Nintendo Switch. I'm not playing it. Jeremy is. Um, July uh, allegedly plans to get it. I may I, also I will do get the it. same. I will get it. You know, so it's allegedly. Allegedly, right allegedly now. yeah. Um, but will it probably sit on my shelf for a couple of days yes. once I get it? Yes. Great. But I'll get to it. So You don't do the thing where once you get a new game, no matter what you're playing, you just kind of turn that one on right away and just get into it? No. Uh, I used to. Uh, not anymore. Too much of a backlog I yeah. got. Yeah. That, uh, that'll do it for you. Um. But yeah, I've been thinking about Pokemon a little bit lately. Not playing any, but uh, and seeing so many people discuss the new game that's come out and see a lot of excitement from people, I was like, you know what? Let's do another top nine, folks. The episodes where we just list from nine to one our personal favorites in a category. We've done these on uh, top nine 
uh, JRPGs. We just we just ranked the Zelda series on this, mm. so I hope you like your rankings, folks. Um, rankings are fun. Yes, rankings are great, and this one was shockingly fun to do. Good. I, yeah, I would like lo- I like loved doing this. So Good. I'm excited but- to get into it. Connor, do you it. also feel like uh, Pokey Fever is going to last with us for a little while? Um, because not just these games came out, but we're pretty close to the other Pokemon game that I think the we're real, all probably more excited about. That playing. is now that is the real deal, right there, Jeremy. Yeah, and we're getting yeah, a new so. uh, iteration in the series that you know will seems to be keeping some elements from what we come to expect, um, but. Yeah, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Arceus, I never remember. July, do you know how to pronounce that? Yeah, I think it's pronounced, um, how do you say it? Um, Arcanine? Not Arcanine. Close. Um, <laughs> I think it's pronounced, uh, I'm not checking my notes. I think it's pronounced uh, Leisure Suit Larry. Ah, right. Yeah. Is that what you're thinking of, Connor? No, and Pokemon I don't see how July got there. Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I think that the listener um, should expect probably a little bit of Pokemon content to come from us outside of this episode as well. Just I with think that it's pronounced game. Breath of the Wild Pokemon Edition. Yeah. Now that, yeah. I get the connection there. I do mm-hmm. see it. Um, <laughs> Jeremy, you're right, dude. This is... An exciting time. Uh, the Pokemon has had a fun run recently with the new Pokemon Snap. Now we're getting these remakes. We're getting a brand new entry in the series. Uh, and who knows after that? Um, I know that, Jeremy, I would love to hear from you a little bit. You've been playing the remake of, mm-hmm. of Diamond and Pearl. You have Diamond, and how's that going? Um, it's going great. I'm enjoying playing it shockingly more than I thought. I really did think I was just going to get to that first badge and put it away for a while. Yeah. Like July said, I have an incredible backlog to get to. And Christmas is around the corner and Game of the Year is around the corner and I'm trying to kind of wrap some stuff up and I'm hooked. And mm. I will say I like this so much more than Sword and Shield. Yeah. Um, and mm. I like the art style actually so much more than oh, Sword wow. and Shield. Interesting. In, in fact, to paint you a picture, so it's chibi-looking characters on a grid screen, yeah. much like our classic Kibi. Pokemons of all. <laughs> and, uh, Kirby. Kirby, yeah. Kirby. Kirby-looking Kirby characters. And, um, and uh, yeah, it, and when you go into battle, though, everyone, kind of Final Fantasy VII style, everyone flips into regular size mode. Mm. And I hate Ew. that. I know. I hate it. It sucks. It <laughs> like I, it, it just reminds me of Sword and Shield and like how much I just, for whatever reason, don't like that art style. And it's like mainly just the humans. Mm-hmm. Like I like the Pokemon and I like the environments and stuff. It's just like I just hate looking at those those tall humans. It just doesn't work for me. I don't know why, but um, but then so if you can get past that, all all of the uh, overworld just looks so great, and it, it reminds me of Link's Awakening remake actually, um, and kind of and kind of and kind of how it feels. In fact, I was playing it thinking I really I want them to remake. Uh, I know they're remaking some Dragon Quest games, and I hope they kind of look and feel similar. Because I would like more 
old style RPGs in the in the style of this. I think it's it's great. Ooh, that's uh, so much fun. Who did you start with in this playthrough? Ah, well, that's uh, Ooh, my background okay. should tell you everything about. Oh, oh of course yeah, it should so have. There he team, is, uh, Team Chimchar, and um, let's just say Mr. Chimchar might might make an appearance on my list on my list uh, today. Ooh, so. exciting! Yeah. Um, I also I... never played this gen, so I'm like excited to like. Oh, do it. really? Yeah, I never played. Uh, diamond and pearl so oh like, so you're not even coming in with nostalgia necessarily for this gen maybe for more of how the game is built but that's interesting dude and i'm well i i know nostalgia just actually just excitement like for a new wow. pokemon game you know i love it um july what is the most recent game you played uh this sword and shield or have you played other pokemon yeah games it was uh I picked up Sword when it came out, and I want to say I was uh, maybe six gems in when I kind of trailed off. It was yeah. both a matter of I wanted to not rush through the game, but also I was maybe started playing a different game, and then I just ultimately forgot to pick it back up. And then so much time went, you know, passed, and I was like, do I even know how to, where I what to do and yeah. where to go, you know? Yeah, I I actually had a similar experience. I think it was maybe after the fifth gym for me and fell off for truly whatever reason. I know that, I do know that I wasn't really hooked on it, which is kind mm-hmm. of unusual. I feel like, in fact, I will say, I'll talk about it when we do the top nine, but there have been two generations where I've sort of bounced off um, this being one, but it's, it almost feels more significant because it was when it was first debuting and it's not like it was a remake version. Um, mm. so yeah, but, uh, I would love to play a Pokemon soon. And that's why I'm like kind of intrigued by this, even though I could just boot up my old Pearl, uh, DS pack, but there's something about playing it on the TV though. I will say that's like pretty cool. Oh Yeah. Yeah, like Gosh. the character models are so big and beautiful and well animated in this game. Ooh. Like it's it's pretty, you know. The other game obviously has that like sixteen bit looking charm to it, but mm-hmm. like this is I don't know. I actually think this game looks nice, and the yeah. music is all uh, like beautifully orchestrated versions of the original score. Mm. So the music's actually I think where this game shines the hardest. Ooh. Weirdly enough. Um, but yeah, I actually beat Sword and Shield. I actually finished that game and got nice. everything in it. And um, here to report, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it is not worth doing unless you're like a unless you're like a true Pokemon fan. You need to catch literally like, catch them all, and you're mm. been trying to do that. You know what I mean? Like, if it's just about enjoying a game, like it's just not that good. Do you yeah. do you know? Is there like a Pokemon bank so that you can transfer the Pokemon from that game? To the new mm-hmm. Pokemon, I think you can transfer everything from the DS up, right? Still, you might even be able to transfer Pokemon from the like virtual console versions of Red through Crystal. Oh shit! Whoa. To that same bank, shit. I think. <laughs> or, or there's another yeah. transfer method, but I'm pretty sure you can do that. But definitely 3DS on. You can. I think you can still do. So I could. I could boot up X and Y right now, where I collected yes. like 800 Pokemon. It was like yeah. insane, yeah. and I could like just move them all over if I wanted to. I, I, I don't know how much we want to talk about Pokemon before we get in this list, but I, I yeah. there's a reason I feel like not. I wouldn't want to do that actually, which is like 
that's a a that's a big burden it's like literally you're carrying your baggage from <laughs> like game to game and i get yeah. the charm and appeal of it but there's something cool i realized that about starting a new pokemon game like fresh yes. like scratch like fresh and you're making all new friends and it'd be like me taking barrett into final fantasy 13 or something it'd be yeah. like be like i don't know i i kind of like that they this they authored the experience to like give me just the pokemon they wanted to you know sometimes it's a gen one pokemon you'll find in a cave and then there's some new ones and some old you know i i, I kind of like that i did that with um <coughs> x and y i i played through platinum and i i was that the first game do you remember that you can like uh trade with strangers online? wonder trade yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. Was I, that in the DS versions? I'm trying to remember which game it was, but one of those games I did that and I was a part of some Pokemon forums and you can kind of like uh request which ones you wanted, so I just kept requesting all these shiny versions of all these Pokemon. Hell so yeah. So I did transfer, I did use a bank at for for one of the games and I transferred all my old Pokemon into this new game and it did feel like a cheapened experience. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah, I wonder traded the hell out of X and Y, and I remember like th- giving him Pidgeys like over and over, and mm-hmm. getting back like legendaries. Yeah, and being like fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy, you were um uh just abusing the system. I, I totally was. And yeah. honestly, when you do a thing like uh, like a wonder trade, you risk getting exactly that. That's the whole thing of it. So you honestly can't be too angry if you get back a level three Pidgey um, that was just caught fresh uh, <laughs> fresh out of the wild but fresh yeah. Pidgey I want to get into this I want to because we've got three of us so it's going to count yeah. for a little extra time mm-hmm. um, but I do uh, just want to say that like this was interesting to form my list we didn't have any rules or any any structure that any of us had to follow but i when i get into mine which i'm about to in just a second i will tell you a little bit about how i composed it um so fellas i was thinking that once again we would just do like we were just doing on the zelda episode we'll do a start with our number nines and count all the way down to one Going back and forth, of course, listing our personal favorite top nine Pokemon in the series. Um, So I'll go ahead with number nine. And here's what I'll also tell you, that I have included one Pokemon for at least every generation that I have played has has one on here. And I'm technically only counting uh, five generations. but I do have an honorable mention that I'll list for to represent one of them, a game I barely touched, uh, but do own. So nice. number nine, my representative from Sword and Shield. This is not a Pokemon that I had. In fact, I, there was a Pokemon I remember using that I went back to see if it was uh, an original from that gen, and it was not, so I didn't have to list it. And I was just looking. This is the only kind of throwaway on my list um i was looking through this list and do you guys know uh, that there's like an apple evolution yeah. of a pokemon yeah, that's yeah. just an apple mm-hmm. yeah. well the second generation of the evolution is called flapple and <laughs> yeah. it's 
like the apple has opened up and has these sort of like wings <laughs> that eventually close kind of like a i don't know butterfly like if, or a Venus flytrap or something yeah, yeah or like if the golden snitch from harry potter were to open up <laughs> uh kind of like that it, i know nothing about it i'm sure it's mm. plant type or something I, in fact, I'll open it up really quick just to actually give it its day in the it, sun. It looks kind of like a, actually, a, yeah, you said snitch, but it's it's also kind of like a dragonfly or something. Like it's a bug looking thing. It kind of is a little buggy and it looks like it's grass and dragon type. Mm, so, mm-hmm. oh, I got, that's pretty cool. And looks like there's, yeah, of course, a red and a green flapple. Um, yeah. Yes. This is just caught me off guard scrolling through this gen <laughs> and I thought it was really funny. And I, if I had to include one from Sword and Shield, it was going to be that. Um, July, would you like to go next? You're number nine. Sure. So I definitely understood the rules of this and didn't think we were going to list our top nine Pokemon games. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> You just wanted to like say what games? Oh, I get it. So like number nine is Sword and Shield. Number eight is... Yeah, so I number nine for me is going to be sort of a... Also Flapple? <laughs> <laughs> sort of a left field answer. Sort of a I you came it. up with it right now. Yeah. It's gonna be Pikachu. Okay, oh, perfect. Okay, yeah. Pikachu getting on the this po- list. The Pokemon mascot is my number nine. Yeah, number nine. Someone and had why, is he so, why so low? But it's not any regular Pikachu. It's surfing Pikachu. Okay, Ooh, cool. That is a pretty yeah. aw- awesome uh, entry on this list. Surfing Which Pikachu. I did. I did have. In my pokey, it's in my pokey bank, probably from uh, Sun and Moon, right? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. and it's a Japanese version. Ooh, you could also oh. do that on Yellow. Uh, I want to say you had to. I don't remember what the sequence was, but you had to have maybe be connected to Pokemon Stadium or something. But you could get your Pikachu could learn Surf, and then using Stadium, Pikachu would actually surf on a surfboard in the animation, yes. and it's awesome. Oh, so cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great one. Anything else you wanted to say about Pika Pika? Um, I think it's really cool that sort of Pikachu oh, finally that's, got that's his. My, that's my canon that's, Pikachu. Yeah, I, that's that's who I picture when I think of Pikachu is yeah. the chubby Pikachu. That fat Pikachu. Love yeah. him. Yeah. yeah n- Love n- that n- none of this uh, Pikachu that talks like Ryan Reynolds, that's not my Pikachu. Right. But maybe the one that sounds kind of like Danny DeVito in the video game. Yes, that, <laughs> that one is that one's much better. Yeah, the Tony Soprano Pikachu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how about you, Jeremy? Number nine. So how I made my list, if you don't mind me saying, please, is I didn't, I did not strive to hit a Pokemon from every generation or Great. to diversify the list even a little bit. I was worried making it's, the list. Oh, it was Jeremy, all going to be. What is it all jinx and muck? <laughs> I was is it all classic jinx. I was wondering when the first jinx joke was gonna show <laughs> right up. Here, I was pal. thinking about it today on my walk with my dog. I was thinking about how how do we how are we gonna bring up jinx? I was thinking about just every entry well, being jinx. Hey, it might not might not be the last that jinx has brought up. We'll see. We'll see. Guess have but to change my number one. I was I was a. Uh, I was worried making the list that it was all going to be Gen 1 and 2 Pokemon because yeah. that's obviously the ones that I have the most nostalgia and affection for. But that turned out to not be the case. Mm. I'll also preface this by saying there are a couple of ties on the list. Cool. Um, but 
you'll see there it's not just for the hell of it there there are there is a good reason why they are ties and i'll explain that when it happens but my cool. number nine is actually mew Ooh. who is uh number 151 i believe um the reason so mew is a pokemon that I the original like pokemon I, the original the og i felt compelled to put on this list based on how much time I tried to spend getting one of these yeah. back in the original Gen 1. Dude. Um, I finally did be using a Game Genie and um, or Game Shark, whatever it was for the Game Boy. And, uh, and yeah, almost as soon as I got the Mew, I turned off my game and never played my game again because it literally was the last Pokemon. for I had yeah. all 150, and I just needed that one... Um, that one last one I used to have, I had two game boys. One was my sister's one was mine, but I would just take hers and I had a copy of red and a copy of blue. And I would play both games side by side and I would trade Pokemon back and forth with myself. Getting the way they hoped we would. I was so obsessed with the game, but I've actually fallen off of Mew as years gone on. I actually don't care about Mew that much anymore. And I don't find Mew to be that like cool or, it's not definitely not like aesthetically my favorite, and I almost didn't include Mew, but I thought like just old Jeremy and all that time I spent thinking about Mew, I needed to put him on here. So Special, Mew number nine, dude. Especially that first gen. I mean, Mew was the <clears throat> one you literally could not get from just playing e- yes. any of the games. Mm-hmm. You had to use a game genie, know the glitch, yeah. or get it at a Pokemon event like a Pokemon tournament. Which yeah. Um, this I coincides got... with the uh, it, it, the internet too. The internet becoming such a big thing, um, and like looking up ways to get Mew and staring at that truck for a million hours, like just hitting the button sequences that was always fake to begin with. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome, Jeremy. I think I'm I cut you be... off. What were you gonna say? You were gonna oh, say. I was just gonna say that I got mine original. The I did get one at a Pokemon tournament, uh, like an official what? Pokemon tournament. <laughs> Yes, uh, they were giving them out to any kid who wanted them. They would just oh my god the the people working the event would hook up their Game Boys to yours, and um, I definitely eventually like deleted that game, and I <laughs> since had gotten it with a glitch. But like, it's not the same, you know. It's not that's, that like, authentic Mew. That's cool. Yeah. What about um? Who, what's your number eight? Oh, mine. Okay, yeah, I'll go. Uh, number eight actually is. My guy, Chimchar. Oh. Um, couldn't put him too high on the list, although I feel like uh, he will grow. Um, in, uh, in He will, he will uh, rank higher and higher as time goes on, but I'm just now getting used to Chimchar, but I do think like he might be one of my favorite starters, actually. He's just like a monkey with a little fire tail. He's super badass. Um, his move set, which I've already spoiled for myself by looking up his entire evolution path and all of his moves, uh, are fighting in fire. Super great. He has this really cool fighting stance. He's super cute. I love the little guy. I'm super proud to have him as my main in this game. So Chimchar from Diamond and Pearl. Are you still? Do you still have that evolution, or has he, uh, it evolved? I have evolved him already to Mon Pharaoh, I believe is his cool. name, and he's cool. He's cool, but you know, Chimchar is just like the cutest. You know, it's like Charmander to Charmeleon, where it's like Charmander's so cute, and then Charmeleon's like kind of the butthole uh, <laughs> leather jacket wearing version. <laughs> That's sort of uh, Chimchar's 
situation too. But I even love that Chimchar kind of looks like he has eye bags a little bit. He's just like this. Mm. Yeah, he's yeah, almost he's, he's almost human like. Yeah, he almost is more like a Digimon character to me than a than a I Pokemon. Yeah, I lo- I love him though, Chimchar. I love that. Um, July, your number eight. My number eight is going to be someone I've been thinking about a lot when compiling this list, <laughs> and that's going to be Togepi. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, Togepi. What can we say about Togepi? I don't it's, know. What can it, we? It's a basically an egg. It's an egg Pokemon, uh, which is already funny because it's like, <laughs> what are they, uh, Pokemon's? They do. Um, as we know in the games, they do procreate and they lay eggs, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's canon. Absolutely. So this Pokemon still has its egg shell attached to its body, <laughs> and it's sort of just its head, and he kind of looks like Bart Simpson. <laughs> Bart Simpson with Take a look of his hair. Yeah, because somebody. Hair. I would love if a patron could dr- draw me a Tokapi, but it's Bart Simpson's head coming out. Of Please, I would yeah. love to see that. I would love to see that. Uh, yeah, a Togepi, uh Also, feels like a little bit of a rare Pokemon to get in the games. Maybe I don't truly remember. I I know this was maybe silver and gold it era. Was. It definitely felt special. I think you do get one from I think Prof Oaks professor eventually gives you one. Yeah. And it helps you learn about ha- hatching eggs and the daycare. Mm-hmm. And Togepi was actually in the show before Gen 2 came out. So mm-hmm. after they discovered an egg, I want to say. And so it was kind of like mysterious and not necessarily rare, but probably special. Right. Yeah. Togepi's in Gen 1 as well, right? No. Oh, really? I don't think so. Just Gen 2. Oh, well, and after. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's what was cool about watching the show, being like, that Pokemon's not even, we don't even know it yet. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Um. Well, my number eight, let's go ahead and look at my, look at my little list here. Uh. Oh, okay. So this is one f- that I thought was just so dang cool from Pokemon X and Y. Uh, I played... X. I, I really loved this generation. The I, it was one and done though. I played it uh, one time, really ate it up, and then that was it. Um, and that's a Pokemon that I don't even know if I had, but I thought it was just so cool. And that's Aegislash. Do you guys remember Aegislash? Absolutely. That's an X and Y um, Pokemon. Yes. Yeah. Um, Aegislash is. I want to say. Let, let me go ahead and pull up that page. Final now. evolution of that sword, right? Yes, you you first discover, let's see, what's the original Pokemon in this thing? Oh, it's Hone Edge, so it's just a little sword that has a ribbon coming out the bottom of it, and it's uh, holding onto a sheath. The second evolution is Dublade, um, like double blade, uh, and there are two swords crossed with each other. And then, yeah, Aegislash is like a shield and a sword in one, and it's a ghost and steel type, so really formative... Form, excuse me, formidable type pairing, uh, especially for the time, and also just so cool. I don't know why I thought a weapon was so neat as a Pokemon, <laughs> like a sentient sword, but I thought Aegislash was so cool and hated facing it unless I had like a fire type ready to go. Um, but. yeah, and it, and it uh, it it changes forms during battle. Is that right? It could. I I don't remember yeah. specifically, but it was 
it like disconnects I, from its shield. It like that's cool. I would yeah. love to see the faint animation, like when it faints. Oh yeah, I'm I wonder sure if it just like, like falls out. Funk. I love yeah. I love Pokemon that are kind of inanimate objects that just re become inanimate objects when they faint. They just like, it's great. Like I think there's like a candle Pokemon who I like a lot that just like blows out. Oh nice. Like, that's almost <laughs> like, that's sad. <laughs> I know. Um, and I this being part of the first actual 3D uh, animated uh, sprites in the series mm. was really cool to see it move around and fully mm-hmm. animate. So yeah. Um, but I'll go ahead and move on to my number seven, and that's my entry from. Uh, I'll just say my f- top six Pokemon are all from Gens 1 and 2. So this is the final one that is not. Yeah, uh, It's actually from the game Jeremy's playing. And it's the Pokemon I started with in that game. I tried to look around for like a more of a hipster pick. And I was like, no, I love Turtwig. Whoa, the- I was totally not expecting this. Yeah, the, the pin up or whatever, pin putt. Uh, Piplup. Piplup. But I like pin putt. That's fun. Pin up. Uh, <laughs> Pin up. Oh, that's oh, you got my attention, Jeremy. Ooh la la. Um, uh, so Turtwig is one of I'll the starters. I'll say out of this one. <laughs> July, you're already in it. Sorry, pal. Uh, yeah, Turtwig is a little turtle, a uh, grass type Pokemon who turtle, eventually. Turtle. Uh, what was that, July? Turtle, 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 oh. turtle, turtle. Dude, let's uh, let's go ahead and take a moment of silence. Uh. uh to observe for 9-11 yeah absolutely because <laughs> they did that on master disguise set um but yeah i really love turtwig its final evolution is torterra which mm. is just like this badass sort of like it really reminds me of a cross between like venusaur and blastoise it's this like nasty looking turtle thing with trees on its back and it's it can use earthquake and tough grass moves i loved but turtwig was always just so cute to me so that's why Turtwig actually makes my list and not Torterra. Um, nice. Yeah. So your rival must have Piplup then, Jeremy. Do you have a rival in that game? I don't remember. You do, and I named him Ted Lasso. So. <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> and, it, and it turns out it's funnier than it even sounds because every time I go into a new town, they're like, you just missed, t- you just missed Ted Lasso. He was just here. He had, I don't know where he went. <laughs> Jeremy, that's really funny. Um. But yeah, uh, no, he has a pin, uh, Piplup or whatever, yes. and uh, he might have a pin up too. Who's to say? He has a pin up. He's a pervert. Um, oh, but, duh. Uh, and then yeah, and there's another character in the game who has a Turtwig. Yes. Tur- oh, yeah. so they actually do have a third. Yeah, that's fun. There's like a third little a girl who runs around, and she's like, uh, helping the professor. And okay. Anyways, I yeah. think I remember her faintly. Did um, you play through all of Gen 4 and, and beat it and everything? I Yeah, dude. Oh, when I, great. When, but like X and Y, only once. I played it okay. once all the way through, and I, I just couldn't get rid of all the Pokemon on that file, I think, was the issue. I like mm. wasn't ready to do that. Um, mm-hmm. um, okay, uh, July, number seven from you. Okay, number seven is going to be sort of a spooky pick. Ooh, okay. Because it's a ghost Pokemon, (gasps) but it's a specific version of this Pokemon because it has many forms. (laughs) And I'm going to go with its frost form Frost Rotom. 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 Oh, right. Is this from the last generation? Is this from... Uh, this is the gym? same generation you guys are talking about oh, right really? now. R-O-T-U-M? R-O-T-O-M. O-M. Thank Rotten. you. Rotten. 
Tell us about this, whatever the heck you're talking about. It's an electric ghost Pokemon that I think you encounter in maybe in a haunted house of some sort, and it uh, inhabits certain electrical appliances, so it can have many forms. Yeah, so it can uh, take the form of a microwave or um, sort of a fridge, a lawnmower, a fan... And uh, like a dishwasher or something. Dude. Is, this, is this from Gen 4? I believe so, yeah. People wow. probably use this thing to, you know, not get spend so much on their electric bill. Yeah. I'm not, I yeah. wish I had one of these. Yeah, me too. Dude. I wish I could put my Xbox on one of these. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. Not. Nah, There's a lot of different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm liking what I'm seeing here, July. Yeah. Dang. That's my yeah, starts in pick. Gen 4. Did yeah. you use this one? Where did this come from for you? Uh, I pl- So I didn't play uh, Diamond or Pearl. I did play Platinum, and I love that game. Oh. I think that was sort of... Because I went away from Pokemon in the um, Ruby Sapphire era, and I believe yeah. this is right after that, so I, mm-hmm. I jumped back in. Dude, same Platinum. Here. Yeah. Very cool. I, I'm liking what I'm seeing with uh, Mo Rotom. I like the little lawnmower guy. He's oh, yeah. That is cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, Jeremy, number seven for you? Number seven for me is a Pokemon that I've just always like loved the design of. And really, uh, this was one of the first Pokemon I remember, like, you know, those articles popping up about, like, Oh, have you ever actually read the Pokemon descriptions? Because oh. they're super fucked up. And that is Cubone um, oh. from Gen 1, who is wearing a skull of his mother Jeremy, on his so head. messed up. Uh, but who doesn't love the design of Cubone, right? He's he's badass looking. And he's great so in the sad. anime. He's so he funny like in the anime. A little, almost like a little Charmander underneath. Yeah. He's like a little dinosaur and he's super noble, even though he's like a little squat and he's super like aggro, but he's, he's a little, he's just a little guy and uh, he carries around a bone as like a weapon. Um, yeah. Cubone's tight. Uh, there's a few on my list that I'd like just because of their designs. And I think Dude, Cubone, Cubone I am awesome. looking at, I had forgotten about this. Then an image of the Cubone first generation Pokemon card. And it's mm. really cool. He's like staring yeah. up at the purple sky. It's epic. He looks like Captain America. He does, he does look like <laughs> Captain America. Here. On your left, Pikachu. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, that's such a good one. Um, yeah, Keybone's great. Um, if, you, if you don't have anything else about him, maybe number six. Yeah, number six is uh, Charizard. Um, oh, there he is. So Charizard is my my main. I remember picking my very first uh, Gen One Pokemon was I believe uh, Bulbasaur, mm. of which I got an Ivysaur and then a Venusaur out of, and then um, I just remember thinking like the Charmander stuff was so basic, and it was on the cover, and I wanted to see something else. But who didn't like love that? freaking giant flaming dragon right like that too that is the design of charizard is just undeniably cool and i mean 
yeah, like every shiny version of Charizard's amazing. Like I think you get like a dark Charizard in X and Y, which oh, yes. is like badass. Mm-hmm. Like I think it, you can get like two different versions of your like Mega Charizard or something. Yeah, yeah. And one's dark. Yeah, yeah. I just like it's he's undeniably cool and he's the Han Solo of Pokemon. Yeah, for sure. And he's like kind of the first thing we've ever se- seen of Pokemon. If you know, if you just saw the covers, then you saw either. Blastoise or Charizard and Charizard's like was obviously the the uh more intriguing and more identifiable one too and I think that was smart on their on their end that like you know to use a dragon as opposed to like maybe a Venusaur is too like weird looking (laughs) and you wouldn't know what even to expect it wouldn't have appealed to you but anyway Charizard's great and uh he's a great smash character as well and um love him I agree. I use uh, Pokemon Trainer a lot, Smash Brothers, and mm-hmm. Charizard's side B is very strong and very easy to KO opponents with. Side hey, B, the, the like spinning dash where he hurts himself? Mm-hmm. Okay, what's the rock smash move? Is that down B? Uh, what is this? No, down B is uh, you switch Pokemon. Oh, okay. Well, who cares? No. It's something. It, mi- it might have been in a different game, though. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Yeah, or you, like, or you might be thinking of he has a a grab that he flies all the way off screen and sort of seismic toss. Is that what you're thinking of? No. Well, maybe well, it's just from Brawl or something like that. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Maybe they changed that move to that dash. Uh, um, July number six. So number six is a uh, sort of a tie here. Mm-hmm. Sort of a tie. Ooh, first I don't tie. Know if, I don't know if we're doing mm-hmm. ties. We're doing I'm ties. Doing them. I'm doing some ties. Uh, okay, I won't do a tie. <laughs> so, number six is sort of a spooky pick for me. Ooh, another. Yeah. Uh, no, I know they're spooky picks, but are these nostalgia picks? A little bit. A little bit. Okay. These are both spooky and nostalgia picks so far. Perfect, perfect. And yes, I'm counting Togepi and Surfing Pikachu as spooky as well. Mimikyu <laughs> is my number six pick. Mimikyu. So, we all know Mimikyu. Why would you we do all that? Know, we all love Mimikyu. Mimikyu is a ghost uh, fairy yes. Pokemon. Oh, a ghost, a ghost Pikachu. That disguises itself as Pikachu, but a really sort of cheaply drawn, almost like a child drew an image of what Pikachu looks like. I like when you said cheap. A cheap child's drawing of <laughs> what Pikachu looks like. It, the child is cheap. It sure is like mm-hmm. somewhere between depressing and <laughs> and and horrifying for sure yes this little yeah. guy is his is the are those things on his it what looks like its chest it's uh, actual eyes yes that that's like this uh sort of like a classic we all can picture in our minds a sort of a classic ghost costume for halloween mm-hmm. you know where you mm-hmm. cut out the eye holes that's mm-hmm. that's where uh that's where the actual ghost is peer, peering through is those little eye holes there do you think this Pokemon ever wishes that it was just a ditto? <laughs> Maybe sometimes. <laughs> Maybe. Then it, could, then it could just turn into a Pikachu as opposed to having to dress up like one. Could be. Yeah. Maybe they really like the process of sourcing a material mm-hmm. and, you know, measuring out the cuts and stuff. Who's mm-hmm. to say? How that is this is already about to get into like a weird Pokemon question, which is like, really though? How does so many of this Pokemon exist? Do they all craft their own Pikachu outfit? Where does it come from? 
Maybe it's from like d- discarded Pikachu dolls, and they take oh, all the stuff out. Like oh, I like that. Yes, that's good. Or if I was making the Batman Returns version of a Pikachu movie, it would be like it started at old Pikachu doll factory. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or how about this? These ghosts Pokemon killed all these Pikachu. Yes, yes. And these are actually the skins of the Pikachus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. What if? How about that? <laughs> how about that? That's pretty dark, right? That's pretty dark, right? Yep, pretty dark. Uh, anyway, my number six. Uh, I had to include, and I didn't have to, but I'm excited to include a Pokemon from this no, you had to. set. No, I did have you, to. You did have to. The, this Pokemon forced me to do so. Um, this is probably my most uh, goth choice Ooh, on the list. Sick, um, sick. But it's probably not even that goth, like if looking at, the Mimic Pokemon you. in the grand scheme. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely not. Um, for me, it's Umbreon, uh, which first uh-huh. debuted in Gen 2. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, mm-hmm. an Eeveelution, one of the two include new ones included. There's Espeon, who's psychic, and then Umbreon was the new type, dark type. And I find myself, I played through the second generation uh, at least five times. I, I could have played it, I don't know, as much as eight, but... I love including Umbreon. I always got to get a dark type on my team since yeah, it's a pretty strong yeah. type in that gen. And yeah, if I got an Eevee, I'm not a lot, only letting that thing evolve at night. That's great. I uh, I don't have any Eevee evolutions on this list, but oh. I almost did up until the last minute. Um, they're, because I, I think love them. They're all so cool. Uh, but the one I would have... Uh, picked is the grass type one which i leafeon leafeon yeah i I like the design of leafeon but they're all they're all the designs are great i think yeah i the pretty sure the listener would will likely know this but just in case you don't eevee the pokemon that evolves into umbreon and leafeon and all these others is is a one that can evolve into the most different types of pokemon i'm pretty sure and just all, almost every type has an evolution. It's just specific to that type. It gets a new design and move set and and type and stuff. Um, my number five. Um, this is a Pokemon from the first generation that, honestly, I think a big reason that I love it is because someone introduced me to the original Pokemon uh, manga, and that's Poliwhirl. Mm. Oh, interesting. Poliwhirl gets a lot of FaceTime in that uh, the main character uh, has the red, essentially, in the in the manga, has uh, a, a little small little team to start, and Poliwhirl's his water type. And I will still play it when I go back and play Gen 1. Every so often, we'll get a Poliwhirl and intentionally not evolve it to Poliwrath, which is a fighting and water type. Mm. I'll just go with like this mid-tier, pretty boring, not strong water type because I just love his little design with the the swirly thing in there and um, his little hands uh, just always was close to my heart because that manga was really, really captivating and and one of the few graphic, like I guess comics or graphic novels I've ever even dove into. Did you guys ever check out the uh, the manga for this? Because it's pretty no, cool. but I would have eaten that up as a kid if yeah. I knew it existed. I yeah, I've never 
read it. I want to say someone in like fourth grade introduced it to me, uh, and it was the first thing I ever read that flipped right to left. Yeah, uh, for the pages. Of course, that's um, great. July, do you have a number five on your list? Maybe even a tie. Uh, no ties here. This one is uh, sort of less of a spooky one, but more of a uh, aggressive one. Could be mm. aggressive because it's a fighting type Pokemon. This is right. uh, my number five pick is Hitmontop. Oh, oh, great. Yeah. Hitmontop. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Where that is the uh, Hitmontop is the punching one, right? It is not. It is, this it's is the kicking one? It's, it's sort of. This is not Hitmonlee or Hitmonchan, which were sort of plays on. Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan. This one is from Generation 2, and it's a new oh, evolution. Right. right. They sort of added a, a third evolution here, and it's a Pokemon that spins on its head <laughs> and does use its feet, but I think also uses its hands. Yeah, you know, yeah it uses everything. It's tail, too. Mm-hmm. There are three main fighting styles, with your feet, with your hands, or spinning on your head like a top. Everybody yes. knows this. Everybody, Everybody knows, knows that, this. Yeah. And I always go for the top, when I'm at like the bar and there's about a fight about to break out, I always immediately start to do the spin. You guys know this about me. I always knew you were a top, Jeremy. Yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big Hitmon top. Hitmon bottom. We never saw that. <laughs> no, should we see that? Is that something that should clip. be made? Roll the Roll clip. The clip. <laughs> Let's get a pin up of that. Yeah. <laughs> Hip-lock. Jeremy, uh, number five for you, sir. Yes. Uh, number five is uh, my first tie. Hmm. And this is a tie between uh, Lucario and Greninja. Ooh. Uh, and these are tied uh, for me both uh, for two reasons. One is uh, my love of Smash Brothers. I got to give it up. Uh, these are uh, uh, two Pokemon that are featured in Smash. Um there's a few more, um, but these two play very similarly to one another. I, I feel, and uh, you know, one's obviously much faster than the other. But um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't put Incineroar on here because I have much less affection for Incineroar for whatever reason. But um, these these two Lucario and Greninja, they're both like. I feel like again, their designs are great, especially Greninja with his tongue being like a scarf is mm-hmm. so, such a weird design. And uh, they're also both like heavily featured in the plot of uh, of uh, X and Y. Uh, Lucario in the plot, and then Greninja was my main uh, through that game. So, oh, same here. Um, so yeah, I I have a lot of affection for them, not just for their X and Y debut or you know debut of Greninja and Lucario being in that, but also just the smash of it all is, is, is so awesome. And I felt they, like they belonged together in my mind. I, I grouped them together. Are and you, then, so you're um, shipping Greninja and Lucario? Yeah, why not? Ship them. Yeah, date. Just date. <laughs> Have a baby. Uh, and then my number uh, four is actually uh, Dragonite. Oh. Um, who is, I think, the secret best dragon of Gen 1. It's the one that they don't tell you about, and you have to actually play the whole game and evolve that weird uh, snake. It, like, it's like a little water snake. Like a little that, noodle. Tratini. Yeah, and it and it like uh, evolves into like a little slug after that, and then it evolves into a dragon, and you would have never known that. You know, you would never guess that that's where it was going, but 
And I always felt like the dragon was just like so cute and so uh, well designed, you know, just like it's it's very bottom heavy. It's like it almost looks like its wings couldn't hold it up, you know. Oh yeah. Um, he's a he's a big boy. He's a big boy Heavy with hitter. little wings, and uh, I just have always. I don't know what it is. I just have always thought the Dragonite design was like really, uh, I don't know. It was really, um, uh, it made me happy just kind of like looking at him. It's um, overwhelmingly powerful in that first gen too because yeah. the only weakness to, to the dragon types had were to ice or dragon types. And the only mm-hmm. dragon type move was a move that did a set amount of damage every time. Right. Um, and Lance, I think, has a couple of these bad boys. They were so cool, and it would be one of the fun ones to fly on, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dragonite is, yeah. And I, I feel like, in, at least in my playthrough of Gen 1, Dragonite was one of my last Pokemon to kind of get and put mm. in my team. Like, I, it took me a while to evolve it because I think it it's a very high-level evolution. Yeah, it's so, like 60. Yes, which, you know, you have to be like, I remember just like spamming rare candies on that thing and just like really trying to get it there. Um. Yeah, love love me some Dragonite. Mm. Cool, July number four. My number four pick is sort of a not a spooky pick, but more of a Scar- psychic, more, oh. more of a psychic pick. Ooh, uh, and that number four pick is going to be Kadabra. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have a Kadabra in my uh, Diamond game right now. Yes, Kadabra. Uh, sort of a psychic Pokemon holds up a spoon. <laughs> Very Matrix uh, Very, reference yeah. there. <laughs> Always ready to eat. Very Matrix. Uh, the Pokédex entry here says, uh, it is rumored that a boy with psychic abilities suddenly transformed into Kadabra while he was assisting research into extrasensory powers. That's fucked up, It's a rumor. <laughs> I don't like yeah, that rumor's right fucked up. <laughs> What an odd entry into the Pokédex. Here's this rumor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> July, did you ever use Kadabra much? I did. I, I liked uh, Abra as well. And, uh, of course... Hard to catch? Very hard to catch. But that 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 reminds me of like all the fun times trying to catch all the like hard-to-catch Pokémon. Yeah. Like yeah. The, um, maybe they'll appear later in the list, but the Legendary Beasts. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember spending a lot of time trying to catch those. Dude, chasing them around the map. Kadabra or Abra disappears like immediately unless mm-hmm. you stun them mm-hmm. or it fails. Yeah. So, Abra, um, I, I'm pleased to announce, incredibly easy to catch. And, oh, good. And, and it's not brilliant diamond. <laughs> Literally, like the first Abra I saw, I just threw a Pokeball at. Right That's away, I got it. Yeah. Nice. Because um, you'll either it, you'll either have to do some fucked up shit like stun it, or it'll disappear, or you have to get lucky and I think just grab it right away. Yeah, good going. Um, could always trade it for an Alakazam if you want, but Kadabra's pretty formidable on its own. Uh, if you don't have that ability, uh, for me, number four is the final evolution of my favorite starter. Because I wanted to include a, a a third evolution of one of these bad boys, even though I honestly might like its baby version best, and that's nice. Typhlosion from uh, Gold, Silver, and Crystal. Oh, mm-hmm. I love Cyndaquil, but Typhlosion always felt I don't even know what the hell it is. It's just some like 
mole rat that has yeah. fire around it and it slapped for me and it was always really hard for me to pick any other starter besides Cyndaquil in that game because I loved using Typhlosion. I loved its animation. It feel, felt like I also, when I would you know get into playing the games later in life, I try to build a team that isn't all just big Mondo beasts, but I might have like a small tiny one or an average size Pokemon, but this is a guy that would always really just bring the heat. If you know, yeah. if you know what oh, I mean, I do. Uh, I, I I agree with you though that I I'm a huge Cyndaquil fan. Like, I love, love the design of Cyndaquil. Dude, but, and Cyndaquil, I, I, yeah, is going to be in the Legends game. Oh, sorry, to interrupt oh, you, dude. Oh, great. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah, that's tight. Yeah, I uh, Typhlosion is the you know obviously the final evolution, and I think Typhlosion. I think the designs of his evolutions to me feel like they kind of like plateau you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it, like especially between his second and third they just seem feel like very similar they are yeah yeah whereas some pokemon are just like oh this thing went from like uh a, a, a vase to being like a, a hot a model at the yeah, end. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah 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 um that's my number four the next two are also from gen 2 guys i love gen 2 it's my favorite generation right and right. This is, uh, to this day, still my favorite legendary. That's Lugia. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Nice. I love more than More than Ho-Ho? More than Ho-Ho-Ho. Merry Christmas. Uh, yeah. I like Ho-Ho, but I got silver, so mm. mine... So you get Lugia a lot earlier. I loved the second Pokemon movie um, when it's actually all about the legendary birds and Lugia and this evil science guy uh trying to capture them man lugia just felt uh like if mewtwo was you know well-meaning or good or mewtwo I, I mean i like mewtwo's character it's comp- he's complicated for a reason but yeah he was just so majestic and he could yeah. swim i like lugia a lot that's cool i yeah. uh, i'm surprised how Ho isn't up there from the anime. I think it's like the episode one, the pilot. Yeah. See, yes, you do. See a ho ho, and I remember thinking, "What the fuck is that?" Like, yeah, I've never seen that. It's not in my strategy guide. It's um, smart move by them. Yeah, it's cool. That really was that dangled a lot of carrots in front of young boys and girls' faces. That oh yeah, love me the taste of carrot, dude. Who doesn't? Um, July number three for you. Yeah, I like carrots. Uh, number three for me is going to be, mm, I guess, sort of a spooky pick um, because it is a ghost Pokemon, but it's a dual type. It's a dual type ice ghost Pokemon from Generation 4, and it is Frostlass. Frostlass. Frostlass? Frostlass. Oh, this is interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. She's kind of hot, no? <laughs> um, dude, if want, you like if you like chicks whose arms come out of their head, uh, yeah, baby. Uh, yeah, I won't uh, respond to that, but I'll read the uh, the Pokédex entry here. Legends in snowy regions say that a woman who was lost on an icy mountain was reborn as Frostlass. What the fuck? Why is all yours like people that became Pokemon? <laughs> it's 
July's messed up like that. It's dude. some true Cronenberg shit. Still like, hot for you? Yeah, I mean it's not not hot, but. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like about uh, this thing? Lusting over a dead body <laughs> that became a Pokemon, Jeremy. Well, the body didn't become a Pokemon. It was reborn. But yeah, uh, I am lusting after a dead body that became. So what? <laughs> okay, I was just uh, clarifying. Don't yuck my yum. July, Daddy. what do you like about uh, Frostlass? I sort of like um, the dual ice and ghost um, sort of power. You know, I never had really like an ice go-to Pokemon, and I think this oh. one is has it's the best of both worlds. Ice and ghost, what are weaknesses to that? Yeah, Rock. they're both rare types, right? Like yeah. Go- iced and, uh, ice and ghost. Ice especially, I feel like they, they kept building out ghost as gens went on, but mm-hmm. ice, I feel like even up until Sword and Shield, I was like, you don't have like a shitload of them, you know? Right. Like fairy type. Fairy is also very rare. Yeah. And those that were like was... super effective against dragons, right? Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. yeah Introduced in uh, X and Y, I think. Mm-hmm. But they never get that strong. You have to really build a, a fairy type out to get strong because they're usually like a little ball with like a little mm. pinwheel or something, and that's mm-hmm. like your one fairy you'll find the whole game. You know who they turned into part fairy type? That gen was Mr. Mime. So he was psychic that's and right. fairy, so he was on my yes. team. Yes. Yeah. Also, they gave Evie a fairy type, which was, I think, who I went with. Yeah. That's my fairy. Mm-hmm. What a pick, July. What a pick. Thank you. Good job, buddy. Thank you. Um, My number three was my most excited entry, even though it's not my number one, is my most excited entry to make. It's a three-way tie oh. between Meryl, <gasps> Centret, and Hoot Hoot. Oh, my gosh. Dark and, horses of the list. And the reason why... Is because back when Gen 2 was starting to, the rumors were starting to come out that it was going to be a game. These were, I believe, the very first three Pokemon that were leaked from Mm. Gen 2. And I remember looking at pictures of Meryl, or maybe it was out in Japan is what it was. And like we were just starting to see like images of what they looked like. And I remember fucking obsessing over. I thought Meryl was going to be the new Pikachu for that Pika game. Blue? Yeah, Pika Blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was uh, obsessed with guessing like what their roles were going to be in the game. Were they going to have story around them? Um, and they all looked to me like I I was obsessing over their designs. I love Centrets like round little. They all look like kind of. Like Centred and, and Meryl look like Pikachu variations almost. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Hoot Hoot was just like this cool owl. And I remember like hearing about the day night thing and you're going to have to be able to catch Pokemon at night. They were specific. And this really was um, at my feverish height of Pokemon fandom and just like getting on the internet and looking at forums and trying to understand more about the new game, Silver and Gold, that were going to come out and check this out. In the time between hearing these rumors and Silver and Gold actually coming out, I no longer was playing Pokemon anymore. (laughs) So somehow I went from never been more obsessed about a thing in my life and obsessed so much that I was like reading everything I could about these three mysterious Pokemon to didn't even play the game when it came out. 
So yeah, you got what you needed out of it. I did. I I, I came and I went home. <laughs> uh, I'm yeah, right no. there with you though. But that's the lasting power of the the franchise is that they always seem to bring me back at a certain point in my life. Oh yeah, and I and you know what? And I think these three are great in Gen Two, especially Meryl. I always have a Meryl on my team for like a, a long time in Gen mm. Two, like and a and a Hoot Hoot. Uh, Centret, I kind of think can fuck off, but uh, <laughs> but uh, Meryl and uh, Hoot Hoot are, are great. I, I I still like the designs, especially Hoot Hoot has got like the little one leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was playing Snap actually, the new Pokemon Snap, and I was taking photos of a Hoot Hoot, and I was just like, these guys are these guys are great. That's a great uh, entry. Yeah, and then my number two is Fat Pikachu. Uh, just oh, wow. like specifically finding, like because I obviously saw anime Pikachu first, mm-hmm. and I before I played the game, and when I finally got the game, you know, come on, that's all I wanted was a Pikachu. I was so excited about finding a Pikachu, and when I saw that that display, that icon, that that fat Pikachu show up, I was like, I was shocked, and it, to me, it just was like. I just remember being like so psyched and I thought it was so special that it looked different in the game yeah. than it looked in the anime. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's almost like the anime was like they were, they, it was a redo. It was like, we're going to try this again. We, we wanted him to be more of an, more of a thing, but we can't have him this big. <laughs> they <laughs> like, did pretty quick. Like I want to say pretty quickly sexed him up. Yeah. It, it's not that he's the like slim fast version of Pikachu that exists today, but he was definitely not the version I, I at least I I'm remembering the same as you, Jeremy. Yeah, like he was the, our little chubby buddy, and his tail. Like, well, hold up that thing again, Connor. You had it on oh, yeah. your desk. This yeah, is it's, it's basically from, it. Yeah, this was made. Apparently, allegedly, it doesn't it doesn't say, but this is from like the late '90s. This mm-hmm. little Pikachu. Yeah, like look at toy. like how his tail is kind of like his body is so much bigger than his tail, right? Right. Like in the obviously in the remodel of Pikachu, his tail's like the same size. Like his tail's such a yep. And there's a hole at the bottom. Connor made himself. It's for, it's a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not for a place to put a pencil eraser. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah. I and uh, don't get me wrong. I think the the Pikachu they landed on it feels very market tested. It it's it's a great yeah. look for Pikachu, and it's obviously the more canon look of Pikachu. But nothing like that OG. It's like looking at a gray Hulk or something where mm-hmm. you're like, what a weird looking design. I'll always prefer the weird looking mm. design. But yeah, man, love fat Pikachu. Dang. Uh, yeah, we do Thank too. you for putting him on your list. I'm so glad. Uh, July, you're number two. My number two is sort of a, dare I say, a spooky pick. Okay, perfect. Good. A- and it is from Generation 5. Mm. And it's Which a ghost. That's black and white, right? I believe so. Yes, it is, is black and white too. Si- black too. No, go ahead. What? No, is it? Is that Generation Six or is that all one generation? Oh, uh, let me see. I'm clicking on the link here. It BMW says one. black and white, question. and also black it black two and white two. Same gen. Same gen. Yes. Okay. All right. So who's who's your pick? It is the ghost type Pokemon, Yamask. 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 Oh, I heard a lot of people been talking about that. Like, hey, don't go into the store without Yamask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really sort of came back into the 
general discussion in, out in the world. But Yamask is a shadow-like Pokemon that holds the golden mask from its face from its time as a human. And the golden mask <laughs> sort of cries and cries and cries for its past life. <laughs> this is messed up. This is fucked up. All of all of your picks are just fucking human beings that have somehow been cursed into Pokemon bodies. It's not my fault. They're in the game. Yeah. That's I mean a whole team of people were like, Yeah, let's put this in the game. <laughs> it looks like it evolves into some sort of like sar- uh sarcophagus. Uh like mummy sarcophagus. Oh yeah, Cofagrigus. <laughs> Cofagrigus? How do you yeah. s- how do you say that? I'm not gonna venture to guess. I I, I, I like uh, that evolution too. The evolution looks really cool. Yeah. How do you spell uh, the evolution? C O F A G R I G U S. Got it. Thank you. Oh yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Got like that a thing is mummy vibe. Egyptian mummy vibes. It's funny. Mummy. I'm seeing. Like some images of this thing where instead of the mask it's holding, it's holding or it's like tail is going into a stone and the stone has like a, a sketch of what looks like its tail. You seeing oh. this? It must be an alternate version of this Pokemon. Oh, where are you seeing this? I've just Googled Yamask. Yeah. Uh, and did Google image. Yeah, there's a weird other version. I definitely saw this thing. I think it's an X and or excuse me, sword and shield, I want to say. Mm. Yes, yes. This uh, I believe that's the Sword and Shield version, maybe. Mm. Oh yeah, because it's a stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever use this thing? Do one I? looks more zombie, and one looks more mummy. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking they maybe revised it for the, oh, the stone one. They're like, mm. maybe. oh, you know what? It looks like it's just a a region difference. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Um, well, perfect. July, anything else about Yamask, or should I do my number two? Um, I have like five more minutes on Yamask, but we can cut that out. You oh, can just okay. go ahead. Okay, I was cool. Cut it anyway. Oh, good. I'm glad we're on the same page. Uh, my number two is Ampharos, another second generation Pokemon, uh, the final evolution of the electric sheep Pokemon, Mareep. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, Ampharos. I just can never keep out of my party in that generation. It's got a really strong special attack. Uh, Its electricity is obviously super important for... uh, It's just got a wide set of types that it's strong against. You also can learn, like, some fighting moves, um, some other moves that are really helpful in battle, and it gets a moment, actually, in Gen 2. Um, One of the gym leaders, I don't remember her name, but she is has like that lighthouse where her ampharos is sick and you actually have to bring mm. it um some medicine and then it lights the lighthouse again and i just love that moment um about a quarter into the game cool. and love this pokemon love its design it looks really cool and would if if it's available i really have a hard time saying no to ampharos um ampharos kind of gives me some umbreon vibes too they are of the same cloth it feels like Mm -hmm. it's got like those rings around him i want to say um and then finally my favorite pokemon uh a pokemon that has been with us since the beginning in fact my friends 
We're talking about number one here, and that is Bulbasaur. That's your number one? <laughs> Bulbasaur Perfect. is my all-time favorite. Um, I have a great, uh, there's a great artwork, some great artwork by the artist, uh, I think her Instagram handle is GG Draws, but she does really great, uh, all sorts of different art, but we'll do video game commissioned art. And um, my good friend, L Eckley, when we were dating, got me a really cool image. I'm going to have to send a picture to you too, um, but it's essentially, Jeremy, you've probably seen it. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's a drawn picture of me, and uh, I'm trying to take a picture of it as I do this. And I've got a little Bulbasaur next to me, and it's like the screen where you're about to fight a gym leader or a trainer, and it says, gym leader, or you are challenged by gym leader Connor, and it's it's my guy. It's Bulbasaur. And I think one reason I've always loved Bulbasaur is because he's absolutely the third fiddle out of the first three starters. Um, maybe not so much in that first evolution, but absolutely was far less useful than Charizard and Blastoise and not as strong and just didn't get as much love. So um, He was my first starter, though, as well. He, oh, um, nice. And I feel like in Japan, they clearly were marketed him as being like the bigger deal, right? Since it was always going to be green and blue instead of red and blue. I'm not, I don't know about the marketing. It's possible. Oh, also. No, no, I just mean like, cause the game Pokemon green, green yes. as opposed to Pokemon is green and red, right? Actually. Yes. yes. Yeah. Instead of, instead of green yeah. and blue. Yeah. And, um, red starter in the manga is Bulbasaur. So I think that had something uh, to do with it too. I've always yes. loved his little vines and his leaves. He's, He's great. So that's Our, my number one. Can you do a little impression for us uh, since it's your last uh, Jeremy, entry? Jeremy, I thought you'd never ask. Perfect. But <clears throat> let me take a go ahead and take a sip of water take here. Take a sip of water. Do what you need to look, do. Look, look, look. All right, here we go. Bulbasaur. <laughs> Bulba. <laughs> it's really fun to say. Yeah. Um, thank you, Jeremy. Uh, July. Little Annie one. Bulbasaur. Little Annie. Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> Bulbasaur. Now that actually makes me hate Bulbasaur now. So, <laughs> Okay, so my number one, sort of in a similar vein to Connor, I got to go with the classic from the first three that you get to choose from in the very first two <laughs> games. I'm going Squirtle. Because Squirtle oh. was sort of my first Ooh, yeah. pick. And Squirtle has sort of lasted the test of time. Again, I use Pokemon Trainer a lot in Smash Brothers, and Squirtle is one of the the options of Pokemon you can use, and he's mm-hmm. great in that. And sort of love Squirtle. and um, But I also had to do a tie. And so it's Squirtle and Phantom. <laughs> Tell us about this, what it will, uh, I'm sure, be... A frightening description. No, no, no. It's it is a ghost uh, Pokemon, a ghost grass type Pokemon, and I'll just read the the Pokedex entry here. Phantom, the stump Pokemon. Phantom comes from rotting tree stumps that have been possessed <laughs> by spirits, and come from the spirits of lost, lonely children. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's perfect. All right, July. Uh, Squirtle sunglasses or no? Got to put the sunglasses right. yeah. on Squirtle. Squ- Squirtle, Squirtle squad. squad. Squirtle squad. Yeah, love love that whole episode. Uh, Squirtle's the best. And then uh, maybe a little impression for the people. 
Oh, yes. Hold on. Let me just uh, drink a little. Yeah. Take a little sip of water. Take a little sip of water, maybe. First, I didn't think you actually had something to drink. (laughs) I thought that was just a joke, but I can see you did have a water bottle. Mm -hmm. Squirtle, squirtle. (laughs) Yes. Pretty good. Squirtle. Squirtle, squirtle. There's only one Well, I cannot believe this happened. This is so crazy. Connor picked, of course, the Leaf. Oh, no Gen way. one starter. July picked the water. So I guess I, I, I didn't, we didn't plan this, but my number one is, of course, Mewtwo. He is the <laughs> absolute wow. most badass of all the Pokemon. Come on. I agree. How is Mewtwo not no, your I favorite? Agree Absolutely the best. He's complicated, too. He's a complicated guy. He uh, is, um, of course, all of the story surrounding Mewtwo is infinitely interesting. All the Cinnabar Island stuff. He's mm-hmm. the main character of the first film, or main character. He's the main villain, kind of complicated villain of the first film. He's a clone. He's a clone. He's also uh, great in that Detective Pikachu movie. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah. I've, I remember, you know, saving my. My master ball for that one last catch oh, yeah. there in the in the game, and um, you know something about Mewtwo. I always found thought it was bittersweet is you really don't have that much of a chance to use Mewtwo after you catch him because you know he's so uh, you've pretty much beaten the game at that point, yeah. I believe. So you know you can go around and fight little Pidgeys and stuff and just just destroy them. <laughs> Um, but he's, uh, he's great. All of his versions of his, all of his designs are great. His mega evolution is great. His, uh, his XY variants are, are great. Mm. Uh, kind of Frieza looking actually. Oh, so yeah. Frieza. Yeah. His X variant, I think is very Frieza looking. Um, and, uh, I guess that, yeah, I'll, I'll do my little impression oh, of please. him. Please do your impression. Hello. My name is Mewtwo. I'm here. <laughs> I'm Hello. Uh, pretty much, he just that sounds like good. a person. Uh, it's really good. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's like we were talking to the real Mewtwo. It's here. like you're talking to the oh real Mewtwo gosh. right there. Well, hello, let me out of my cage. Hello, I'm Mewtwo. Let me out of here. Um, almost sounds a little dubbed. <laughs> almost sounds <laughs> dubbed. Hello, my name is Mewtwo. Get me out of. Let me out of this cage, please. Uh, yep. <laughs> that's and, uh, awesome. Yeah, that's my. That's nine number one. Um, well, Jeremy, I, will yeah. you count down from nine to one yes. for us, and then we'll, have, we'll all do the same. Uh, my number nine is Mew. Number eight is Chimchar. Seven Cubones. Uh, six Charizard. Five a, a tie between Lucario and Greninja. Four Dragonite. Three is a tie between Meryl, Sentret, and Hootoot. Two is Fat Pikachu, and one is Mewtwo. July. Number nine is Surfing Pikachu. Number eight Togepi. Number seven Frost Rotom. Number six Mimikyu. Number five Hitmontop. Number four Kadabra. Number three Frostlass. Number two. Yeah, mask. And number one is a tie between Squirtle and Phantom. Mm-hmm. Incredible list. Uh, my number nine is Flapple. Uh, my number eight is Aegis Slash. Uh, my number seven, Turtwig. My number six, Umbreon. Number five, Poliwhirl. Number four, Typhlosion. Number three, Lugia. Number two, Ampharos. And number one, Bulbasaur. Yeah. Um, and now, I, yeah, I, July, it. we did rank the, the Pokemon games too. Oh, you I did? I remember that. 
We did. We did. You and I did. On oh, an we did of VGA comedy show. Yeah, yeah, that was a couple months ago, right? That was a couple months ago. Yeah, and uh, feels like yeah, forever. I just, I just want to check in. Is everyone's least favorite generation three? Well, that is the one generation I think I have the least uh, familiarity with. So yes, huh? I bounced off. I n- I mean, I actually never played it when it first came out. I wasn't into Pokemon anymore. But I I have the remake. I have Alpha Sapphire, but I I didn't play much of it. I also yeah. haven't played, you know, Black and White or Sun and Moon. So it's okay. it's near the bottom just because I don't have. I really experience. enjoyed yeah. Sun and Moon. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I I bounced off of Sun and Moon, and I've never played Black and I'm like Connor. I, I think we've played probably the mm. same Pokemon's. But nice. yeah, three is like yeah. I always it's weird. I see I see people have like the least amount of affection. Feels like for three. I bet people a little younger than us would, because uh, we're all exactly the same age, including July. I bet people a little younger than us would have more nostalgia for it. I I know like uh, Stephanie Martin. I'm a couple years older loves than you Gen guys. Three. Uh, well, can we do we have that in writing? Yeah, can we get a? I'm yeah. I'm for sure 15 years older than both of you. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Come wow, it finally comes out. Well, um, that was uh. So much fun. Thank you, too, for joining me for this, the most recent top nine uh, episode of Super NPCs July. It was so good to get you back on. Oh, so thanks quickly. for having me. Of course. Um, in fact, on our way out, mister, um, well, before you plug, I do want to uh, just go ahead and thank our patrons. Uh, and uh, we have such a wonderful community over on our Patreon that you're, you know, you're all a part of if you're listening to it. So I'm just going to actually, we don't do this all the time, but I'm going to shout everybody out. Uh, really quick, just to get their names. And we have one new patron, so we'll leave them That's for last. Right. We, uh, shout out to, we've got Robert Copley, Goblin Bomber, Mauricio Diosis, Jake Sprague, Tyler Dather, Jonathan Thompson Wheeler, Benjamin Hall, Gabriel Valdez, Nathan Edwards, Cal, Darren Lowe, and our newest patron, welcome to the Mailroom Toad tier, Nick Sahoya. Uh, mm-hmm. Glad to have you, Nick. Yeah, also um, friend of the show, or yeah, friend of Super NPCs. Um, very uh, lucky, and, th- and thank you for that support, Nick. Um, yeah. Uh, July, on the way out. Yes. Anything you want to plug? Uh, sort of friendship, I want to plug that. Um, oh, okay. Sort of... Um, hmm. Just take a pause and ponder about your life and think of all the ways that you could, t- you know, make the good, right choices that so that you won't eventually die and become a Pokemon. Cool. That's take it for you, Take a pause. Buddy? What am I, some kind of werewolf? Yeah. <laughs> and also uh, check out my podcast, Inside Video Games and Gaming, a brand new season coming out soon, uh, uh, Date TBD. It's great because at first I was like, oh, wow, it's coming back for Halloween. And now I'm like, maybe it's a bit that it's coming back. I yeah. don't know. It definitely that, uh, is coming back. And I, the first really? episode, I will reveal my age. Really? Okay, we're never getting wow. this show. That's not happening. Um, Jeremy, thank you for being on this, buddy. Yeah. Um, what would you like to plug today? Um, Just, you know, again, another hearty thank you to all of our patrons out there, especially... Uh, if you haven't been with us very long, we certainly appreciate you uh, joining the the joining the family. Um, I love to describe people that uh, pay me money as my family. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> that's sort of a thing I came up with. Uh, <laughs> Certainly uh, not my real family. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, but yeah, no, uh, I'm really excited about all the stuff that we're gonna that that is to come on this Patre- Patreon. We have done this this last year was like such a crazy fucking whirlwind of content and like so much cool stuff uh, we've curated for you. And I feel like um, it's only gonna become more honed and better and better like as as we go none of this stuff wasn't good but just like like we got some stuff coming up on the horizon that's gonna flip your butt are we are we announcing the big thing for next year no we're not announcing the big thing because we're not we're not next year's (laughs) gamers club is going to be pokemon we're going to be playing all the pokemon that's not gonna happen from the very first one that will never happen and yes, we're playing them to completion. Yes, we're catching them all. And yes, we're playing each version. Fire, How red, fucked up would that leaf be? green. We'd have to play Gen 1 three times. Yes. I would, I'm, I'm not participating that. In makes that makes me sick thinking about it, to yeah. be honest with you. Um, so just so we're clear, patrons, that's not happening. That's and not, not, and not only just the mainline <laughs> Pokemon, we're doing Stadium. Right, yeah. We're doing the dun- those dungeon ball. games. The dungeon games. Oh God, I'm sick. I'm Pokemon sick. Unite. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh great. Let's we'll talk get really Pikachu. We're Pokemon all, Go. We're all pitching and getting that N64 Pikachu. Let's talk mm-hmm. Pikachu. We're all mm-hmm. gonna talk to Pikachu for one episode. Yeah. For one episode, um, we'll just be us talking to Pikachu. Uh, anything else for you, Jeremy? No, no, that's awesome. Uh, I'll go ahead and uh, close this out. Uh, you can find me, Connor McCabe, on Twitter. As just that, uh, Connor underscore McCabe. And then sometimes I stream on Twitch. And I've been doing it a lot more lately. So come on by and watch me. I've been playing a lot of GameCube stuff. Um, I just finished Metroid Prime on stream. Uh, so we'll see what's next. It's hard to say at this point. Are we going to announce what's next on streaming? Nope. Um, no, not at all. Every uh, single Pokemon <laughs> game. <laughs> well, uh, you can go ahead and find none of that at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69. That's cons with a Z. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Super NPCs. We will gotta catch you all on the next one. That doesn't work. <laughs>